Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. So, um... Does anybody here miss Taco Tuesday? Anybody miss Taco Tuesday? Because I, I like Taco Tuesday. I like talking about it. I never participated, but I sure would like to. Yeah, I'd like to participate in Taco Tuesday, but you, you know, can't miss something that you never are left. You, are you inviting <laughs> us to Taco Tuesday? Well, no, I can't have tacos, but I mean, I'm like, I can look at. What about you taco salad? Like a, can you have taco, you taco salad? salad? No, I can't have taco salad because they put it in a thing. I can't. No, no, no. I without know. it, just like yeah. lettuce with the taco. That's just and, lettuce uh, with meat on it. What is that's like the two I can't best have parts? The, of it. I can't have cheese. I can't have. Can you have olives? No. Can you I can't have guacamole? Have I, can, I can have guacamole. That I can actually. Tomatoes, have. guacamole. No, I can't have tomatoes. <laughs> so and corn? Uh huh. Nope. Can't have it. No dairy. Beans? Huh? Nope. That's can't terrible. have them. That's just can't terrible. Have them. Nope. Can't terrible. Have them. Yeah, I just can't do it. Taco. Grande. Hey, so listen. We don't need to talk about what I can and cannot eat. It is Pastors Live. And you're listening. It is Tuesday. It is September 27th. And by the way, did you guys notice that, um, like, last Wednesday, like, the weather changed, like, overnight? Did you guys notice that? Mm -hmm. Because um, did you guys notice the snow? I didn't notice no snow. Yeah, so we... Noticed the hail. So we had a meeting afterwards. Yeah, it was probably by the time we got to it, it looked like snow. But uh, it we were we had a meeting, and we were out in one of our outbuildings. We came back after it really came down, and there's piles of snow across the front of the building where it had all kind of fallen down. I was like, oh, the weather has changed. We had uh, yeah, tornado warnings in Pocatello. Oh, nice. And uh, we had about three of them. At, or I'm sorry, about 9.30 at night. It just yeah. started just... Coming down? Going crazy, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's warmed up again, but at least it's warmed up to kind of fallish weather, uh, finally. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm enjoying being back in hoodie season. I love being in hoodie, and se- hoodie, hoodie, hoodie season. Hoodie, hoodie season. Hoodie. I, I can't, I, I knew what I meant to say, just didn't come across that way. Hey, we've got some <laughs> wonderful people here in the studio today. We got Red, he's here in the studio today. Hello. Uh, we got Shane, Hello. he's here. We got Dave, Dave's hey, here guys. today. Uh, Dean is here today, Woo. coming up from Pocatello. And we got James, the other guy. He's Hello. here in the studio today. We also have Gary Austin. Hey, guys. Uh, he's here in the studio today. Um, and as it, like I said earlier, it's Tuesday. It's September 27th. And our readings today, we continue in Galatians, Proverbs, Psalms, and Second Samuel, where we see things not go so well for Absalom in our reading today. Um, and but there is a there's a something that is going on today. It's kind of our what happens on this day, but it is morning show host day. So congratulations, uh, gentlemen. Uh, really congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. It's, uh, congratulations. It's not congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations to you and to you. Congratulations <laughs> to you and congratulations to you. Oh, so, uh, did we take that too far, Gary? Did we take <laughs> too far? <laughs> okay, we took that too far. Sorry. I just I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess great. We, guess we're a morning show. That was good. Uh, congratulations, hey, that, that everybody. That goes with the first yeah. comment today. Just saying. Oh, uh, yeah. It goes. So we did have a comment and question come in the other day. Go ahead and hand me those for a second. All right. So we had some comments come in. Simeon, by the way, Simeon is here today. Say hi, Simeon. Oh, it's nice to hear from Simeon. Uh, but we also have the Potato Heads are here uh, watching out for us, as always, with their little one, Spud. And so we're thankful for them. Uh, we do have a... Oh, here's... A, 
<laughs> did you pay somebody to do no, this one? No, okay. I didn't. No. Okay, this is like, you know what? As actors, when you get upstaged, it feels weird. So I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, we have loved hearing Dean Giesbrecht on Pastors Live. I had originally called it another podcast, Pastors Per... <gasps> no. Oh, but, oh, that just discredits but, the whole yeah, comment. Yeah, that's just it. But... but uh, Mr. Gary knew what I meant. Love your show. Uh, that's from uh, Gene Thompson in Pocatello. Uh, <laughs> Dean, how do you know Gene Thompson? Hmm. You know, she's married to this great guy, Warren Thompson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. How do, you, how do you know them? <laughs> well, you know, it's the strangest thing. I've known Gene Thompson for probably pretty close to 37 years. Yeah, like your whole life, huh? Yeah, like yeah, from birth. You're just... You're just <laughs> Yeah, so if you guys have figured it out, that's his mama. You know, mama sent in a comment to say how great my son is. That was awesome. Thank you, Gene. We appreciate that. Yeah, we love you. That's awesome. You're one of those for my mom. I quit. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying, I'm 37 Damn years you. old. That'd be a little weird, actually. I'm 37 years old, and my mom soon. is still giving me pats on the back saying, good job, honey. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I must be, I, I'm going to put it out there. I must be the favorite kid. Oh, <laughs> so all my brothers and sisters who don't oh, listen, wait a minute, so they G- can't get mad at me. So uh, <laughs> I think so, we're done here. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he took that whole. Uh, he took. The, he's taking that whole uh, morning yeah. show hosting just a little too far. He's like, I'm the guy. I, no, no, no. Awesome. Just, just in mom's eyes. <laughs> just in mom's eyes. All right. So you know, as we're studying through the Bible, you know, we come to this place where um, things don't go well for Absalom. Things normally don't go well for Absaloms. Uh, just, just saying, uh, an Absalom, you know, kind of in that modern setting, somebody who wants the authority will undermine and speak evil against authority, so they can make authority for themselves. But Absaloms are also kind of like, you know, Judases. You know, you have to understand that a Judas very often will end up, in the end, will end up kind of hanging themselves. They end up with enough rope that things don't go well for them either. Um, and there's, you know, sometimes there's betrayal for money, there's betrayal for power and authority. Um, and so you come to this place where we, we see this and it's kind of this really sad end for Absalom and, and you, your heart kind of breaks, but it, David's heart broke yeah. because, yeah, and I think that's times. the thing is David's heart breaks for somebody who was trying to destroy him. And I think that really speaks to, um, to what real love is and real, I mean, and obviously there were some issues that obviously David had to work through in this moment as well, but his heart was broken over the death of Absalom. Um, and, but oh, this is over somebody who's betrayed the kingdom and betrayed him. And so, I mean, you guys, when you, when you're studying through that kind of what comes to your mind when you're, when you're reading through that, you know? Well, I love a tale of three Kings by Gene mm-hmm. Edwards. It's one of my favorite books. Um, and Good call. I just love the similarities. There are differences, but the, also the similarities between. Can you Saul. say that again? The what? The what? Similarities. <laughs> say ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> right. We love you, Shane. Can you say linoleum? You're my linoleum. Favorite. You can say aluminum. Yeah. Aluminum. Aluminium. Yeah. Aluminium. Right. I love. I love it. So go ahead. Tell yeah, three anyways, kings. Yeah, so, great book, you, by the way. You see this this kind of cross cross reference between Saul, David's experience with Saul, and now with his own son. Yeah. And he treats both uh, of them very very similar. Yeah. So. I no. like that. It shows a lot about his character, like Ty was ta- talking exactly, about. Dude. It doesn't change, even though David 
uh, messes up big time. You know, we know that the downfall with him and Bathsheba kind of starts the spiral for the downfall of the kingdom. And ultimately, we'll see the bigger downfall with Solomon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it, in light of all of that, you still have his integrity. You know, I'm not going yeah. to to treat other people with the wrong that I've been wronged. Right. And that's something that we can all learn. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's true, right? It's um, Romaine wrote a book for us that I, I absolutely love, just entitled Second. Yeah. And when I think about Absalom, I think, oh, Absalom, if you could have read Romaine's book, that would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Absaloms are typically guys who are seconds or assisting guys, you know, and um, who have that desire to be number one so much so you can look at. And, and I don't, we don't, I'm not, I want to be careful here. It's not like, cause we try to be very careful around water springs that we, you know, we don't have the top down picture in our mind for leadership. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we work as a team, but, but I'm, yeah, we're I, down here yeah, but I'm washing still, his toilet for him. Yeah. You know? Which is not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's we, like, we, I mean, we fight yeah. against that. I, I do. When I first got here, I had an interesting thing happen. I had some things at uh, our new home that I had to get worked out. And one of the guys goes, oh, I got a bunch of college kids. They'll come over and help you. I'm like, no, 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 Right, yeah. No, I'm going to pay somebody to come do it. Well, no, people from the church should just come help you. I said, no, no. It sends the wrong signal. It sends the wrong signal. Yeah. That means the people are here to serve me. And I I didn't want that. (laughs) And it took took six, seven months of me saying no, no. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. To 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 say no. That I, I no. I I'm gonna hire somebody to do this work. It's not a big deal. Oh no, it'd be great. You know. And and and, and it was. And I, but it was cultural. It was just something right. that was in the culture. And I just want to say, look, I, I I'm willing to wash pe- people's feet, and I'm willing to have my feet washed in that gospel community. But I think obviously because it's humbling. It's That's humbling. The thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's humbling hum- to let another brother or sister in Christ grab your feet. And wash your feet, right. and that's that's a pretty humbling thing. Right. And here's a great. It's ex- not. I'm yeah. so important. Well, here's a great example. Uh, things uh, with Lori's parents. You know, this last summer were kind of right. you know difficult, and we were helping mom and dad out. And uh, we had uh, just uh, the Vinos just reached out one day and said, "Hey, we're going to bring you food." Yeah. And it was just like it was humbling, mm-hmm. but it was a blessing, and it was perfect timing. You know, uh, you know, we've been zucchini a couple times. That's been a blessing, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like there are things but that are blessings. But you do lock your car, I noticed. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. lock my car this when time. Yeah, otherwise, there's a zucchini everywhere. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes there are people who are in a leadership position and they refuse people to serve them. And what that does is you're actually robbing those people uh-huh. of their joy of serving. Right. That's the other side of that. And that's where Paul Tripp's book, The Dangerous Calling, and also his follow-up mm-hmm. book, which is called Lead, are very good books because the idea that – a pastor must receive body ministry. Mm-hmm. When the ba- when the pastors put themselves above body ministry, I think that's the space that is a dangerous space. Mm-hmm. But here's the interesting thing: what I've seen is usually it's when a pastor puts themselves in the body ministry that Absalom's come up, try to come above them. There you go. When when a when a pastor is above, it, it it's like those Absalom seem to sometimes just be really happy with the hierarchy because they know their place. But when a pastor comes in and is part of the body, like 
I can confess my my failures to Dave. Dave can confess his failures to me. I am with and within the body, and then it's like th- this weird place comes in where this this fight for authority comes in. But like Dave said, second was a great book. But um, if you guys have never read it, the book, um, you should, especially if you're an assisting pastor. But one of the things about it is it's all in caps, and the reason it's all in caps is because Romaine used to yell all the time. And so they just wrote his book all in caps like he was yelling at you the entire time. And here's the funny thing. When I read through that, it's it, I can actually hear the man's voice. But um, And what's the book called again? Second. Second, okay. Yeah, he used to say this. He said, look, a pastor should have a Bible in one hand and a plunger in the other. Hmm. We're servants. We're all servants. And that includes a lead pastor. We're all servants. Hmm. Like, hey, look, last week, what were we, before homecoming, last Thursday, in the cold and in the rain, what were we doing? We were out serving together. We were fixing bleachers and, you know, fixing wood. And, and we all did it together. I you, wasn't. Well, you brought donuts. <laughs> you, you <laughs> so, know, that yeah. could be one of the most, I haven't read the book and I'd like to, but that could be one of the most challenging positions to be in is second in command. Uh-huh. And that's, I think, what Dave's point, that, that's kind of the point you're making, right, Dave, is that that being in that second place, that's the, that's the hard one. You know, the... Yeah, the, 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 the bad part or the hard part, the difficult part, I guess. After I mean, I've been doing this for almost four decades, and it's like so many other things. You can almost see an Absalom a mile away, and it's hard because you don't want to be judgmental, but you you see the guy who's setting himself up, you know, um, propping himself up with other people in the body so that he can sort of be seen as um, some sort of hyper spiritual dude or whatever it is and it, it's heartbreaking because you just think dude it, it doesn't work out it never works out it just doesn't and you you, you know but it's, it's i was meeting with a guy the other day about his teenage daughter and it's like look man we're you know we're old dudes <laughs> we're decades old and we want our teenagers to hear and understand things the way we hear and understand things and the way we hear and understand things are from the perspective of experience. <laughs> and, um, right. You know, so we tell our teenage kids, you know, well, this is why you can't do that or, or why that's a bad decision. And this, you know, it's not going to work out well. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be fine for me, Dad. And, you, you know, it breaks your heart. And you, you, you just, you know, <laughs> you want to grab them by the collar. No, it's not. You know, and you can't do that. And sometimes there, you, you do. You see guys or gals in the body of Christ and you're like, oh, you're setting yourself up and you're trying to do this. It's not going to work out well for you. It never does. And they don't see it. And that's a good reminder for everyone in ministry, whether you're, you know, second, third, fourth, whatever, and right. in in the chain, uh, who whose agenda are you out to promote? Right. Jesus's agenda or your own? Right. Because oh. if you start to lose sight of the fact that you're here for Jesus and Jesus alone, then you become that person who the, the Absalom. And one of the worst things in the world would be to have that name that lives on in infamy: Nimrod, Absalom, <laughs> uh, Judas. You know, someone who d- who does a blunder. Oh, you're pulling a biff. You know what? You just don't <laughs> want to have that name. That's the importance of knowing that you're not serving men. Yeah, goes right back to yesterday's passage. Yep, right. I yeah. do not serve anyone in this room. They are not my God. They are not my authority. They are not the person that I look up to. And the reason that I have been able to 
serve them in the capacity of like being a servant, washing their feet and going along with them in ministry is because I go to Jesus because, you know, as a moment of authenticity, there are days where you're like, where, where you get the thought, I'm done, you know, I want to, sure, I want to, I'm done. Every I don't week, do man, this. every week, yeah. right? I want to no, go make donuts. Right. I, I want to go work <laughs> at McDonald's. Down. I want to go back to Pizza Come on Hut. down, man. <laughs> and, and if, if I were serving anybody in this room or anybody at Water Springs or what, whatever, yeah. I would go back <laughs> to making donuts sure. eventually. You would quit. You would give up. You would go somewhere else. There's nothing but wrong I with don't. making donuts, Dean. Keep right, making right. donuts. <laughs> keep making donuts. <laughs> yeah, keep making donuts, <laughs> donuts because, I, because I serve Jesus, I'm able to get through the bumps, the roller coaster sure, loops, all of that stuff because that's inevitable and I know that he cleans it up. And he will make all of that good. Right. That's where you don't let that root of bitterness take hold. Exactly. Right. You can be upset with Dave. Yeah. Oh, Dave hurt my feelings. And we were doing family camp together. And I didn't get to do that thing I wanted. Woola, woola. Well, you, if you let a root of bitterness get in there, all of a sudden your relationships, and that we're coming back to community now, right? Right. Coming back to the, community. The relationship separates. Yeah. And there, there are times you just have to say, look, if you're in ministry, you have to have thick skin. Sorry, your toes got stepped on or you got overlooked. Boo-hoo. Buck up, you know, yeah. su- suck it up, Nancy. Let's move forward. Or you're <laughs> no going to be No offense to Nancy who's listening. And, and <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, you're going to be quitting every seven minutes. Yeah, right. I think it's important to remember that, like, it's so much easier to be an Absalom. Oh, than it is easy. to be the uh, to be a King David quote or <laughs> gravity's <assault>. heavy. <laughs> gravity's heavy. Right? It's yeah. so much easier to be an Absalom, and I think right. everybody has it in them. It's easier to say I could do that better. Oh yeah, sure. and that, it's that's, easy to look at Dave and go I could do that better. Anybody? Could. No, it's not easy to look at Dave and think that. <laughs> Dave does a lot of things. Everybody looks at Dave's job and goes, "Oh, that can be done so much more efficiently." Right. But, but you guys get the point. <laughs> yeah, like, of you, you can look at people and have that kind of look in your eyes and attitude in your heart of, "Oh, I'm so much better than them," and that's that's going to destroy you. That was my yeah. mindset back in so many different settings in Hollywood, in retail management. It, it's always like, "What can I do to achieve the next step to?" make my name better because I'm so much more valuable than this current position I'm in, which is a recognition for myself personally that I'm in the right place because I don't have that mindset anymore. It's not like, what can I do to achieve the next thing? It's more like, how faithful can I be right now to what I've been called? And that's how you know when you're in your sweet spot is when you're looking at the moments you've been given and you want to be the best stewards of those moments, not because you want to step on someone else to move to the next level. There is no next level. This is the level of your faithfulness to Jesus in the service you've been called to right here and right now. Did this yeah. all come out of Taco Tuesday? That's weird. It, it all came out of Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Bringing it back around as we wrap the program up. Yeah, but, Taco Tuesday. But here, content with yeah, Autobata. But, yeah, but here's something to think about, too, in, in light of all this, is that a lot of times... Um, You'll have an Absalom, and, and if, by the way, if you serve as a, in a second capacity, whether you're an assistant manager at Chick-fil-A, whether you are an assisting pastor at a church, um, especially if you're a worship leader at a church, please be careful of these issues because people have a tendency to go, oh, you're so great. We'll be very careful of that. But here's the thing I want to warn everybody who's listening right now, especially if you're in ministry, is that titles are dangerous. And um, I have a name. My name's Ty. 
I, most people just call me Ty. It's okay. People on staff do. It, you know, and it's, and w- there are some differences because we have a school on campus. We try and, you know, Mr. Orr, Pastor, you know, whatever. We try and make sure those things are very clear in in that educational facility. But like at church, it's I don't I I've never demanded to be called pastor. And when you start saying, well, you should call me pastor, that's one of the first things you go, why? Why are you demanding a title? It's not a title, it's a gift. Kiss my ring. Yeah, kiss the ring kind of a thing. It's not a title, it's a gift, right? It's a gift. It's no different it's than the, the other gifting. gifts that the Holy Spirit gives right. it, yeah, the ministry. Yeah, so I, yeah, people don't call me worship leader. Yeah. They don't yeah, call exactly. me, they just, you know. And, and I want to be identified as a servant of Jesus. So, you know, Paul said, look, Paul was interesting because when he wrote, he wrote in two different ways. Um, and you guys have obviously good hermeneutics. You guys all know this, but uh, people who are listening might not know. Paul, when he writes to a church, he has to deal with a problem. He writes with authority. He says, Paul, an apostle. A church that he's writing to in community, in other words, full disclosure between parties, right? He says, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ. You can actually see the relational difference in his, in his introductions. Like, hey, I'm letting you know, yeah, remember, I, I, there is some authority here. I am an apostle. I have been called by God. But then, you know, the others, he's just like, man, I'm just a servant. And then there's times he, say, he says both, you know, just to say, I'm a servant. I'm in this with you. But you have to understand that, that I'm, I'm writing to you because we're going to deal with some stuff. But I think that's important. But please understand, be humble. Just don't don't try and usurp somebody. Just don't just don't do that. It's just always weird. Hey, listen, we have gone a little bit long today. We've got some things for tomorrow we're going to talk about. But hey, listen, your love, your family, God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. And again, congratulations to all the morning show hosts. All right, God bless you. Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev.